Hey everyone, thanks for joining us. I'm Greg DeVries, pastor at The Well Scottsboro, and I'm grateful that you've decided to listen to this podcast. I hope that this word uplifts you and encourages you wherever you are. Stay with me for a few moments after the sermon. I would like to pray with you. I trust you'll be blessed by the word of God. And so tonight, uh, we're going to take a little bit different uh, direction. We already have. Uh, uh, to me, that was a sweet, sweet time in His presence. I don't know why the burden of the Lord, I don't know as indirectly, it's not uh, directed towards one individual, but please take, take consideration if you have found yourself, I'm good with where I am with the Lord. There's so much more. And let, let me say this to you too. To me, to you, to all of us, if you're at a place you think you're beyond somebody else in the Lord, you're further back than you realize. The Apostle Paul said, he's the chief of the sinners. He was talking to the church of Corinth and he said, I am nothing. I am nothing. And then he said, I am what I am by the grace of God. And so if you think that you're more spiritual than the moment that's going on, you're not hanging with Holy Spirit. Because he is as involved in the person who's not even saved yet of what the Spirit of God is doing in her life than the one who's been saved all these years and think this is, I'm way over and above this and I don't need this. Whatever he does, listen to me, is not what he did, is what he does. Because he's eternal. And if he did something in your life 20 years ago, he's still doing that something in your life. Amen? So don't ever get into a haughty, higher than lofty position. There's, there's, there's somebody that did that. Somebody that did that. And his name was Lucifer. Lucifer. And he got the boot. He literally got the boot. I mean, he just, he, he got too haughty and too high in his place. Don't get that way. Don't know who I'm speaking to other than I'm speaking to all of us. Amen? Uh, tonight, we're going to take a little different direction. Okay, we've been praying. I announced it Sunday morning uh, in the service as that uh, we would meet at 7 o'clock. That night, we had a night of worship. Monday morning, we were meeting at 7 o'clock in the morning. We met and we prayed until 8 o'clock. And then at 9 p.m., we met back here again and prayed again. We did it again this morning. And we did it, we're going to, we're doing it, or Tuesday. I don't even know what today is. Tuesday, we did it Tuesday night. And we're doing it this morning. And we're doing it in this service tonight. We're praying together. Uh, the, the prayer song that they came in, Our Father our, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. There's a little bit better translation than a translation that says, uh, let your kingdom come here on earth as it is in heaven. It's in earth as it is in heaven. It's more direct connection. I've seen translations uh, pull that out there. And here's where it gets really good. You are earth. And you need the kingdom of God in you, not just around you on the earth. Amen. It's already here. The earth is filled with the glory. It's here. We need the kingdom of God in us, not just us having it here on earth. And so in this prayer time, we're going to take our format and we're going to pray tonight. We're going to pray tonight. We won't have as much time as we've been having there, but I believe we've been in his presence, been near to him. And we're praying again tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. here at the church, 9 p.m. Friday, uh, Saturday, both uh, there and Sunday morning. I'm actually going to come in Sunday morning and be here at 7 a.m. Anybody wants to come in before church and to pray together, you're welcome to do it. I know some people are doing it at home and some are not able to be here. We're delighted to have you whenever you are able to be here. Would love to have you if you'd like to to be here. Uh, we've been praying on specific areas. Uh, last night we prayed on open heavens, prayed on open heavens. I think this morning was conviction and, and just a, a revival of conviction in life. Tonight I just want to touch on restoration, a revival of restoration. And I'm sure uh, God already started to kind of minister uh, in that area. The word restore in the Hebrew literally means repair to health or to recover to health. In the Greek, it means to rebuild something that is broken down to restore. It's kind of where we started Sunday morning on, on uh, uh, Nehemiah, rebuilding the walls uh, of Jerusalem there and, and the gates and everything to rebuild it, to restore it, to put it back in an operable position to where it's a, it's a fortified wall. It's a, it's a healthy, protected, uh, and guarded uh, city there. And so this is what God wants to do in our lives. A man with no control over his own spirit is like a city with broken down walls. 
That's a dangerous thing. And I don't know about you, if you find yourself in a place in your life and saying, I just don't have control. I don't have spiritual control. I get distracted when I'm praying. I get distracted when I'm worshiping. I get distracted and sometimes I forget it's Sunday and I don't even go to church and I get distracted and I, I start having bad thoughts about people and negative concepts about them. I get distracted and I start cussing again. I don't think I'm talking to anybody in here, but nevertheless no control of your spirit you are like a city with broken down walls and when you start to engage in that kind of lifestyle and you start to let yourself go and you don't bring every thought into the captivity the obedience of the lordship of jesus christ i got news for you uh, there's uh, don't worry about the ones crossing the border down in mexico you need to worry about the ones crossing the border in your heart crossing the border in your mind, crossing the border in your life. Are you with me? And so we want to get stronger. We want to get healthier. But if we have some broken down walls, we need restoration. The enemy comes to kill. Has he killed your joy? The scripture says in these last days that the love of many will grow cold. I've got to start determining now that is not going to be me. I've got to make sure that I don't let my love, so I've got to find ways to love harder and, and love deeper and to love richer. And listen, lovey, lovey, lovey isn't always being dovey, dovey, dovey. Amen? Uh, and we've got to be rich and got to be real in our love and got to be devoted to love, but it's got to be with truth. And so if we have these broken down areas, we need restoration in our lives. We need the Holy Spirit to restore us. We need the Holy Spirit. It's kind of like an old wineskin that gets ripped, gets torn. You need the Holy Spirit to come back and to make that where it's pliable and make that where it could be uh, put back together like and as if it were new. Amen? And so listen, here's a scripture. Psalm 23. You know it. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want, right? He's leading me beside green, uh, still waters and green pastures. He restores my soul. Sometimes your emotions get out. You get angry. You get sad. You get depressed. You get overly joyful and you act a fool. I mean, just things can happen in our life, but we need that work of the Holy Spirit to restore our soul. You can go through traumatic situations. You can get into grievous situations and you need your soul restored. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Okay. He restores the soul. In Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 17, let me turn to that real quick so I can read the complete part of it to you. In Jeremiah 30, and we're going to pray here in just a second. In Jeremiah 30, verse 17, listen to what it says. For I, this is the Lord speaking, for I can receive this, brother, are you with me? For I will restore health to you and heal you of your wounds, says the Lord, because they called you an outcast saying, this is Zion, no one seeks here. The reality is he can restore health to you. He can restore areas that you've been wounded. Listen to me. You can no longer continue to live by, well, this is what happened to me. And that's what happened to me. In the proverb of sour grapes, he's a God who restores. He's a God who repairs. He's a God who renews. We need to call on that God. We need to call on that God to come. And listen, it's also the word restore is recovery. Okay. Not everything's going to happen like that. Sometimes it's a process of renewal coming back. I think I saw Alton. Where are you at? Where's Alton at? I think I saw Alton up here kneeling and praying. I thought, Oh Lord, was that you up here? That, okay. He's got this massive cut on his foot. It's, it, it, can God do it immediately? Absolutely. But are you going to get frustrated when he doesn't? No, we understand that takes time. It takes time. It takes time to keep applying the blood, to keep putting the ointment on there, the anointing on there. You keep putting these things on there, and eventually that thing get heals back, and it'll be smooth as baby rear. I mean, it will be soft. It will be gentle. It'll be like it's brand new. Somebody ought to smile at least once tonight, okay? But God, you need God. You can listen to me. You cannot get fully restored yourself. You can't do it. You can't do it in your own strength. You can't do it in your own wisdom. You need the touch of God in your life. He is a God of restoration, and he performs his good word towards you. And also the word restore also means to return. So if you don't return, you can't have the fullness of restoration. I'm not saying you won't get bumped around in this world. You won't get sidetracked in this world. You won't get distracted. You won't get caught off guard. But you have to return for your restoration. Your soul, listen, if you 
you hold on to that thought and you hold on to that feeling, you hold on to that emotion there and it's not right and you don't deal with it and return to the Lord and get things, it will stay and it will grow. It will fester. It'll turn into bitterness. It'll turn into hatred. It will get nasty and ugly and you become who you used to be and you won't be useful to the one who he's called you to be. Amen. So he goes on in 2 Corinthians chapter 13. I've got just two more. 2 Corinthians chapter 13. There's so much about restoration in the Bible. I'm just trying to pick a few out to give us an idea of where we're going. How many of y'all know somebody needs to be restored? And if it's you, put both hands up. Okay, there we go. In 2 Corinthians 13, I'm trying. Here we go. I'm going to pick up in verse 7. Now I pray to God. Everybody say pray to God. Now I pray to God that you do no evil, not that we should appear approved, but that you should do what is honorable, though we may seem disqualified. For we can do nothing against the truth, but for the truth. For we are glad, and when we are weak, and you are strong. And this also we pray. Everybody say we pray that you may be made complete. That's restored right there, friends. Therefore, I write these things being absent, lest being present, I should be sharpness according to the authority which the Lord has given me for the edification and not for destruction. We want to be made complete. Even coming out of our weakness, coming out of our brokenness, we can be made complete. Now here's one, probably the most famous one that is out there, and it's, it's out of the book of Joel. Uh, there in second chapter of Joel. And I'm going to pick up in verse uh, 12. Now, therefore, it's a call to repentance. Now, therefore, says the Lord, turn to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. So rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness. And he relents from doing harm. A lot of people think all God wants to do is do him harm. He's going to be upset and mad with you at things. He just wants you to return to him. He wants you to come back to who he is. Repentance connects you to restoration. He doesn't just come down and do it and you don't change. You need to return to the Lord, present yourself to the Lord in any area there that needs restoration in your life. You have to have that returning aspect. Verse 25. He says, so I will restore to you, listen to this, the years, the years, the years that the swarming locust has eaten, that the crawling locust, the consuming locust, the chewing locust, my great armage, which I sent among you, you shall eat plenty and be satisfied. Praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you. He wants to restore all things. He wants to make all things new. He wants anything that's been taken from you, anything that the enemy killed, anything that the enemy destroyed, anything that the enemy has stolen from you, he wants to restore all things to you. Amen? So this is what we're going to do. Pastor Joel is going to be gracious enough to accompany us with, with music, and I'm going to pray a prayer, and then I set the microphone down, and somebody else feels led. They're going to come up and pray a prayer in regards to restoration, in regards to God restoring and healing, in regards to God being able to do his faithful work that he does. And so there's people that already know that we're going to be praying tonight, and you can catch the flow in the midst of that. We're a church. Listen to me. I Honestly, listen to me. You need to hear this. Look around for a second. You're probably close to, you're closer to half of a Sunday morning service on a Wednesday night. We don't always have this size, but we determined that we're going to use our prayer format tonight. So I walk in and my carnal mind says, oh, I don't know if they'll all, I said, forget you, buddy. God wants you to be in prayer. God wants you to be around prayer. God wants you to feel what it's like to be in a church that prays and to be involved in prayer there. So this is what God wants to do. You're not here on your own. You're here because he led you here. He drew you here. Amen? All right, let's pray. Father, we come before you this evening. I thank you for the scriptures read. I think of her scriptures people are holding on to right now that want to pray. They want to speak them, Lord God. Father, we know it's not a night to preach, but it's a night to pray those verses. It's a night to pray those thoughts. And Lord, I'm praying to you tonight. 
to be the God of restoration. Lord, it might be a prodigal that needs to come home. Lord, it might need a bank account that needs to be repaired. Somebody deceived, somebody uh, 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 finagled, and somebody misled people with their finances. I don't know what it is. It could be health. It could be mental situations. It could be a relationship. Lord, you are the God of restoration. It could be joy. It could be your peace. You are the God of restoration. Lord, we as a church, we return to you. We gather to pray tonight. We've, we've reached out to seek your face. We feel you near to us. And I'm asking that you would be the revivalist of restoration, that you'd restore your people, restore your church, restore our nation. Restore us, Lord, to your pleasure, to your purpose, to your power. Restore us, Lord, to your desire and to your expectations. I speak a work of restoration over each person in this room. And I'm asking that you'd restore, return the hearts of fathers to their children and children to their fathers. You're the God who can return things to what they're supposed to be, can restore things to the best and most complete way. Lord, as we sit in this room tonight, somebody else may come to the microphone, but help us to pray and pray in agreement from where we sit. Help us to call upon heaven. Holy Spirit, there'll be times we don't know what to pray. Help us to pray tonight. I thank you that we get this opportunity to pray for restoration. It's in your name, Jesus. Create in me a clean heart, O oh God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away for your presence, from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with your generous spirit, then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners shall be converted to you. Father, I thank you that there is so many things that, Father, that you have called us to do, to love the least of these, to give our life, Lord, uh, to people to be able to see them converted to you. But, Lord, this, tonight we just want to lay ourselves before you. Because, God, we need the deep places of our heart restored. We need the places that we've tried to hide from you and tried to hide from others, God. Lord, help us to bear our soul with you before you, Lord. Let it be that we would be pure, Lord. Let us not even care about what you touch on or what you get to, Lord. That we would just be um, clean in your, in your presence, God. We want to be pure. We want to be holy. But, Lord, we need a purging from our life. And, Lord, even that scripture says... Purge us with hyssop, and as we pray, God, Lord, even as hyssop was used to apply the blood to the doorpost, God, I pray and plead the blood of Jesus over every heart, over every mind, over every deception, over every brokenness that says it's got to stay. But in the name of Jesus, there is freedom. In the name of Jesus, there is restoration. Lord, whatever is locked up, bound up, Lord, I pray freedom right now in this room. Freedom in the name of Jesus to be restored to be redeemed, to allow the work of the cross, the, the shedding of the blood, the brokenness of your body, Lord. Let it fully work in this room in Jesus' name. Dear Heavenly Father God, we just thank you for restoration, Father God. We thank you for your Holy Spirit and redeeming all things, Father thank you for redeeming our times, Father. We thank you for the blood that you shed for us, for us to be able to walk through and do this, God. Thank you for the leading of the Holy Spirit, Father God. We thank you for the restoration of, of all things in our lives, our children's lives, the generation to come, the ones to come after that, Father God. For you are Abba, Father, in our adoption into grace, in our redemption from where we had lost, Father God. But you have the victory, God. We praise you and we thank you for the redemption that you've given us, God, and the restoration that you've given us, Father. We love you, Lord God. And we give you all the praise and we give you all the glory tonight, God. 
you are the great redeemer. You are the one who has the restoration and you call us friend. Thank you, Jesus, in your name we pray. thank you that your word says you are the restorer of the breach. Lord, I thank you that you restore us to yourself, Lord, when we are uh, uh, away from you, God, when there are prodigals away from you, God, you are the restorer. God, we pray right now for people to be restored back to you, God, where there's a gap, where there's a breach, where there's a chasm. God, we just sang about that, God, where there uh, is a space between you and someone else. God, we thank you that you are the restorer of that breach. God, you bring us near. You bring us close, God, and we thank you for that. We thank you that you have an everlasting love. God, you have an unconditional love, Lord. You are love. You are love, Lord. I thank you that you're going to restore the love in our hearts, God. Uh, I pray for marriages right now where there's uh, the love needs to be restored in marriages, God. The love has been broken. There's been a breach between husbands and wives, between their communication, God, between uh, their decisions, between the way they think, the way they communicate. There's a breach, God. I ask for you to be the restorer of the breach in marriages right now in the name of Jesus. God, I pray for you to be the restorer of the breach between uh, fathers and sons and fathers and daughters and daughters and mothers. God, uh, the family, Lord, I just ask, and mothers and sons, Lord, I don't want to forget any of them. I say them all, God, because you are the one that can bring healing and restoration in our families. God, we cry out for restoration in our families where the enemy has come and tried to wreak havoc and tried to bring um, hurt and tension and confusion and strife. God, I pray your peace and your restoration over our families. God, I thank you again, God, that you are the God of restoration. We cry out tonight for restoration it, wherever we need it in your lives. God, you can feel that place. I just encourage you right now, you know what that restoration is you need in your life tonight. I just encourage you to cry out because he is the God of restoration. He is the restorer. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Those from among you shall build the old waste places. And I want to declare tonight that there's those from among us that shall rebuild the old waste places. You shall raise up the foundations of many generations and you shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of streets to dwell in. Lord, we declare that this will be a house that restores waste places. Lord, I ask that we would have anointed eyes to see places that are wasted, God. Those who have been thrown aside, those who have been uh, downcast, those who have been abused, those who have been told they won't amount to anything. God, I pray that this would be a house that would restore those who have been wasted. God, I'm asking that we would find the waste places. Lord, I pray that we would find them physically. I pray we would find them spiritually. And Lord, I I ask that we would be ones who see uh, the restoring of the streets. God, I pray that, that this house would find its place into the streets. God, I pray that we would find the release to go and restore those who are on the street in the streets. God, I pray that we would be the, the gap, that we would fill the gap between the street and the church house. God, I pray that we would get into that gap. Lord, I pray that we would uh, dig in and find ourselves in the trenches. God, I pray that we would find the place and we would find those that are wasting away. And Lord, I pray that we would see them restored. God, we're asking, anoint our eyes to see. God, we want to see what you see. We want to hear what you hear and we want to feel what you feel. God, I pray that we would find those places that have been wasted and we would bring restoration to them. God, help us to be those who bring restoration as you restore us.
Father, I just want to pray over families, Lord, specifically, not families that are broken from one another, but who have broken themselves from you, where you used to be the center, Lord. You used to be their purpose, and they operated together for your kingdom and your glory, Lord. But little things have gotten in. Little things have chipped away, Lord, that maybe the things that they're watching or the people that they're spending their time with or even just stepping away from church and not fellowshipping with other believers, Lord, that they're now circling. They're like the Israelites and they're circling and they're circling and they're circling and they know, they know your truth. They've tasted, Lord. They've been just unified with you. Lord, I pray conviction over every area that has become a foothold for the enemy. Lord, I pray that you would reveal those things to them in Jesus' name. And I just pray that you would restore, not just restore, Lord, but redeem, renew. Lord, you would make them new. Something new would be birthed out of this, Lord, and this distance that they've had in you, Lord Jesus. And I just pray that you would use this slipping away and returning for your glory. And I pray that it would happen swiftly in Jesus' name. Father, tonight as we've talked about restoration, the picture that keeps popping in my mind is of a dresser. At one time it was brand new and maybe we were excited about it, but through the years it's just got beaten up and handles have fallen off and mirrors have gotten broken. And and God, we put that dresser on the side of the road just in case somebody wants to come get it or it can go in the trash. And God, I've been that dresser. God, it's so many times you've picked me up off the side of the road and you've put new knobs. God, you cleaned me up and I was so valuable again and I could do anything, which is what my purpose was. But then, God, I've gone back and I've gotten beat up over and over and over again. And and God, even the times when I said, there's no way, there's no way I've done too much this time. God, you've been parked right there on the side of the road. And you've picked me up and you've put the knobs back on. Over and over again, God, and your love doesn't stop. You don't sit there and ask why we got beat up. God, you just clean us up. And so God, my prayer right now is for somebody that might be in here tonight. God, that's sitting there right now and they're thinking, he just won't keep doing it. Every time I've made all those promises and I've I've gotten back in church and I've talked about him and told people about his love and then I've just fallen backwards there's no way he'll do it again he don't hear me anymore he don't see me anymore he's he's concerned with much bigger things than me and so God I pray for that heart right now that might be thinking those thoughts because I've been there and those thoughts are real and even when somebody sat there and told me how great he was there was still that thought in my head they would say, no, he's, it's too late for you. And so God, I pray right now with everything that I have, God, for restorations in lives that may think it's not possible, that may think it's been too many times. God, I, I think about Peter stepping out of the boat and you just saying, I've been here the whole time. I've been here the whole time. God, I love you. I thank you for picking me up and cleaning me up over and over and over again. And Father, tonight I pray you'll pick me up and clean me up again. It's in Jesus' name.
restore health to you and heal you of your wounds, says the Lord. God, we just do claim that scripture in Jeremiah 30 that was declared tonight. God, we thank you that you do restore health to our bodies, God. I pray for those sitting in this room right now, God, that are going through issues and struggling with their body, God. It's maybe not whole, it's not complete, it's not restored, Lord God. So we just speak healing to come over your body, God. We ask that you would restore health, Lord God, to bones. You would restore it to their blood flow, Lord God, that you'd restore it to hearts right now, God. I pray that you'd restore it to bones and ligaments. Lord God, that need to come back together, Father. We just ask that you'd restore health to your people, God. I even just declare health over people's minds tonight, God. Mental health would be restored, Jesus, that people would no longer be confused or feel broken or feel lost any longer, God. But we just declare healing, and we thank you, God, that we sang it, we sang it tonight, God, that your blood can still be applied to our lives, God. It can be applied to our bodies, to our minds, Lord Jesus, and to our souls even, God. I pray that you would uh, just bring healing to people emotions even, God, that you'd restore their emotions where they've been maybe tossed and turned and they've been uh, uh, thrown uh, this way and that way, Lord God. I pray that you'd restore people's emotions and their souls, Lord God, that they'd be able to think correctly, Lord God, they'd be able to feel correctly, that they'd be able to be led by your spirit and not just by their emotions and their feelings, God. So we ask that you would restore people even that are dealing with cancer, God. We know there's many out of this house that are, that are dealing with that and going through treatment, God. We ask that you would rebuke cancer in the name of Jesus, that you'd restore their bodies to full health. God, I thank you that you are not the creator of cancer, God. So I ask that you would remove it, that you'd drive it out of their bodies in the name of Jesus. I pray that you would cover every wound. Again, we just plead the blood of Jesus over your people, over your house, and over your bride tonight, God. We thank you that it still has power. It still holds power. It's greater than any medicine. It's greater than any ointment, God. And so we just plead the blood of Jesus over your people. We thank you that you restore health to us, God. In Jesus' name. Then the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said to him, I have heard your prayer you, and have chosen this place for, my, for myself as the house of sacrifice. When I shut up the heaven and there was no rain or, com and, or commanded the locusts to devour the land, or send pestilence among my people. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear them from heaven and will forgive them of their sins and heal their land. Heavenly Father, I ask that you would heal our land. If we have taken this time to humble ourselves, to seek your face, to, 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 to find you in places where we haven't found you before, God. I ask that you would heal the land that the locusts have devoured, that the chewing locusts have, have, have eaten, Father God, that, our, that as Hannah just prayed, our bodies that have been uh, devoured by this world, Heavenly Father. I ask that you would begin to heal the land around us, heal our country, Father God, that needs you more now than ever, Father God. I ask that you would, you would touch the United States of America, you would touch the surrounding nations, Father God. I ask that you would touch Mexico in those places that are, are dealing with so many drugs and cartels and war, Father God. Or if you go to Canada, Father God, where you're dealing with politics that are just so corrupt, Father God. We pray for the land that is around us, Father God. There is no borders in heaven. There is just the kingdom of heaven. So Heavenly Father, I see you would heal this land and the people that roam on it, Father God. I ask that the people would, would see you and, des and desire you, Father God. And they would find scriptures like this and humble themselves before the Lord their God and recognize you as king in Jesus' name. to stay in prayer. It is uh, 8 o'clock. That's normally when we conclude, but uh, you're welcome to leave uh, at any time. I want you to have that freedom to go. I just feel like we need to go for about another 15 minutes or so. I want you to know none of these people were requested to pray or asked to, to come up and pray at this time. Uh, they're just being filled led of the Lord. This is what God's put on their heart to pray. And So let's uh, stay here uh, for another 10, 15 minutes and just see um, what the Lord's going to do.
He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love, in whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by Him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through Him and for Him, and he is before all things, and in him all things consist. He is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell, and by him to reconcile all things to himself, by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. Dear Lord, I thank you for the cross. I thank you for your son, Jesus, who you sent to reconcile us. And all things are yours, Lord, whether on earth or in heaven. It wasn't a Roman cross. It wasn't a pagan cross. It wasn't a worldly cross. It was your cross. The instrument you used to expose the grace, not only throughout the world, but also through time. And I thank you, Lord, that that blood that paid for our peace is still just as alive today as it was 2,000 years ago. I thank you for the blood. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercy. And Lord, we thank you for the sacrifice that you made for our sins. Jesus, as you've been so kind and faithful to restore and bring so many families and um, individuals back to you, I pray, Lord, that every soul who comes back into your kingdom and who is restored, that they would take root in your soil, Lord, and that um, there would not be the springing up like a weed and then withering because of the hot sun and the lack of the roots. But, Lord, I pray that as you restore your people and as you restore your families and as you restore your church in your nation, in your world, Lord, the, the people, the people of this world, I pray, Lord, that there would be a rooting in the soil of your word and a rooting in your flesh and your blood, Jesus Christ. Thank you that um, even thinking about how rotten things and dead things, um, Lord, fertilize. Lord, I thank you that your flesh and blood is not dead, is not rotten, but it can fertilize our lives, Lord Jesus. I pray that we would be rooted far down deep into you. And again, that there would be no uh, withering, no shooting up out of time. Lord, I pray for patience. I pray for spiritual patience, Father, for those who have come to know you, Jesus, and maybe wish that they knew more scriptures or wish that they were raised to know. Lord, thank you that you can do uh, a quick work. You can do um, any work that you you desire, but I also pray for patience in the time where there needs to be that sowing and there needs to be that slow growth or um, any dormancy that may need to take place in the winter time. Lord, let there not be discouragement, Lord, in the time of pruning, just so many things, so many things. I thank you that your restoration takes so many different faces and we welcome those faces because every, every part of your restoration is just your character. It's who you are, Lord. You don't do anything that's not of your character. So we bless you. We exalt exalt you and thank you. Thank you for your mercy on your people. In Jesus' name, amen. In uh, Deuteronomy uh, chapter 30, verse 2 in and you return to the Lord your God and obey his voice according to all that I command you today, you and your children, with all your heart and with all your soul, that the Lord your God will bring you back from captivity and have compassion on you and gather you again from all the nations where the Lord your God has scattered in you. If any of you are driven out to the farthest parts under heaven, from there the Lord your God will gather you, and from there he will bring you. Lord, I uh, thank you, Lord God, for, for, uh, for restoring what the enemy thought he had, Lord God. Every good thing that uh, the enemy thought he had, Lord, Lord, I thank you that you're going to restore that, Lord God. Lord, I thank you for everything that we lost, Lord God, that uh, you've given us, Lord God. 
Lord, I thank you that uh, you're restoring that, Lord God. Lord, I thank you for uh, just having so much compassion on us, Lord God, for your grace, Lord God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for for this time, Lord. And I thank you, Lord God, that uh, we get to come here and pray for uh, restoring, Lord God, what you're restoring not only in our lives, but in the, in, the, in the church, Lord God, in the world, Lord God. We thank you, Jesus, that you're that God, that, are, that you are a God that who restores, Lord God, the good and the bad, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Romans 4:17 In the presence of him whom he believed God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did Lord we thank you that we are in your presence we're in the presence of the God that doesn't just restore things according to our needs but you restore these things according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus Lord you bring those things that don't even exist Lord into existence you call forth us Lord God before uh, before we were even in the womb Lord you called us Lord you call those things that are dead Lord God back to life you call those things that are beyond restoration to restoration Lord God we pray that today Lord in this in this region Lord God in this country in the earth Lord God that you would restore those things that don't exist Lord God those things that need restoration that we don't even know need to happen Lord God you know as Ezekiel said Lord you know Lord we ask that you would have your way that by your will you would restore Lord God not even just a According to our need, but by your will and by your good pleasure, Lord, those things that do not bring you pleasure would begin to bring you pleasure, Lord. I pray, Lord, where there's a lack of uh, uh, morality, Lord God, that you would bring forth morality, Lord, where there's a lack, Lord, of, of uh, sound mindness, Lord God, we declare that you have given us power, love, and a sound mind, Lord God. I pray, Lord, that those things that do not even exist, that have no hope of existing, Lord, Lord, that you would call those things as though they existed and that you would restore them by your power, Jesus. Matthew 5, verse 6 says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Father, I just come before you, Lord. And in a world where people are so hungry for so many different things, Lord, but they never pursue righteousness, Father, I pray that you would restore righteousness. God, I pray as we seek your face and as we are hungry for you and as we are thirsting for your word and um, hungry for your word, Father, that you would just restore us to righteousness. God, I pray for those who are in a place, Lord, where they are hungering and they are thirsting for something, but they don't know what it is, Father, that they are looking looking for you, but in all of the wrong places, God, I pray that you would just restore the hunger for righteousness. God, raise us up to go out, Lord, and to seek your face, Lord, and to, to, crawl, to call out to those who are hungry, Lord, and to just give us the eyes um, to see those who are hungry, Father, and help us to find that place, Lord, where we are so hungry for your word and we are so hungry for your spirit lord just restore the righteousness of this nation father we desire to be righteous before you father we desire to be righteous for you lord and to to live a life set apart god we are hungry and we are thirsty for you lord and i pray that you would just restore any hunger that has been lost father restore any uh thirst that has been lost lord if there is anyone that feels as if um, they're in a place, Lord, where they just can't um, seek you, can't find you. Lord, I pray that you would encourage them with your word, encourage them with your spirit, Lord, and just restore our hunger for righteousness in this nation. In Jesus' name. Galatians 6 and 1, 1 and 2. Brethren, if any man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering yourself, 
lest thou also be tempted. Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the, love, the law of Christ. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you to be in a house, Lord God, where um, your love abounds, Lord God, and, and there are brothers and sisters that have come alongside us, Lord God, and help to restore us in that spirit of meekness, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that you've given us a responsibility, Lord God, to come along someone else and bear their burdens, Lord God. Lord God, let us not push away a burden when it comes to us, Lord God. Let us be willing to stand in the gap for someone else, Lord, as someone stood in the gap for us, Lord. I thank you and I praise you, Lord God, that you give us all an opportunity to do this, Lord God because of the goodness that you showed us, Lord God. Let us show to one another. Amen. I'm praying out of Ephesians 2, 16 um, for the restoration of uh, people that have been in our house here and, and are now uh, not here with us, the families and uh, the people who have come and gone, and that he might rec reconcile them both to God in one body through the cross, thereby putting to death the enmity. Father, we pray um, that you would put to death any enmity between us and anyone who has come into this church and, and even been um, some of the regulars, Lord, and the, and the steady ones, Lord. We pray that you'd bring them back, Lord. restore our body, Lord. And for whatever reason that they're not here, God, we pray that you'd bring them back in the name of Jesus. my place okay this scripture was already read but it's what I felt like God was giving me if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land this is talking to us, God's people, the church. And we have wicked ways in us. Lots of times we have wicked ways. And sometimes all those wicked ways are the cause of all the evil in our land. And if we will seek God and ask him to show us the wicked ways that are in us, pray and seek his face and let him restore us and take those wicked ways out of us it will help to give him the freedom to heal our land and I just ask you Lord to open our eyes to show us the wicked ways that are in us that we need to seek your face and let you reveal those ways to us so that you can restore us Lord so that you can restore us so you will have the freedom to heal our land. You gave us this great country, this great land to be an example for the world and to show Jesus to the world. So we need to clean ourselves up so we can show Jesus to the world and let you be able to use us and save and heal our land because that will heal the world. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Lord, we thank you that you're a God who hears. You're a God who responds and answers. Lord, I thank you for the prayers that have been offered, the ones we've heard amplified, the ones you've heard crying from within a heart. Lord, we join our hearts together tonight and put our hope in you, put our trust in you. We have our expectations in you that you will heal our land, that you will restore our lives, that you will restore body parts to the church and body parts to the person. We thank you that we can truly say we're a house of prayer. And I pray that prayer goes to our homes, where we live, where we dwell. I pray specifically for families who haven't prayed together to be able to pray together, husbands and wives, parents and children, Lord, that our first go-to would be prayer. I trust that you are encouraged and inspired by the Word of God today. Once again, I want to say thank you for joining us on this podcast. It's very important that after you receive the Word of God to make sure it gets sealed in your heart. I'd like to do that with you. I'd like to pray with you that we can tuck it away in our hearts and that we let the Word of God have free course, move swiftly in us, and it would glorify God. You know, the Word of God is a seed. You can expect results out of it. You can expect fruit out of it. You can expect something to be produced. Again, I'm so thankful that you joined us. Now allow me just a moment to pray with you. Father God, we come to you in the wonderful name of Jesus, the Word of God himself. And I thank you for the word that has been heard. I thank you for the word that has been received. And Lord, now I ask that it gets covered up and it gets protected and locked and lodged in our hearts, Lord. And Father, I pray that you would water it. I pray that you would nurture it, that you would bring the light and revelation that it needs. And I pray that it produce good fruit in each and every heart that has received it today. I ask this in Jesus' name. I do this at the end of every service at the church. I want to do it with you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you. And may the Lord find great delight in you. And may you find great joy in him. May the Lord provide for you. May the Lord protect you. And may the Lord give you peace, peace. God bless you. Thanks for joining us.